understand what message you're sending out, who's receiving it, and whether it softens or hardens the ground in front of you in order for you to do your job. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hey, Workwives. This is Rhoda from Kingwood, Texas. Y'all, I need some help. I was out to brunch with the girls last weekend, and we got to talking about work, emails, Slack, just like all the communications at work. And I started in on my favorite emojis to use at work because, you know, there are some choice ones. Um, And a couple of the girls were horrified I would even use emojis at work. So I need to know, are emojis unprofessional? Rhoda, if emojis are unprofessional... I don't know who I am anymore. (laughs) Like, honestly, Um, as we all know, Slack is my favorite social media platform. I'm going to debate her on the definition there, but sure. Absolutely. It is your favorite platform. I'm I'm going to share something with you today that might actually prove to me that it's number two. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (gasps) Do you just feel the ground shake, Rhoda? (laughs) I'm in shock, actually. Um, We'll get to that. This is a solid question. We love it. And um, the answer is No. Maybe. (laughs) It depends. We have some big news. Yeah, we do. We've been coaching for a while um, to great success. I think we're responsible for, we might be pushing a million dollars. We might be responsible for a million dollars in people's accounts right now. What we're telling you is (laughs) we are opening our client list to the public, uh, which has never been done before. And the first and only place you're going to hear about that is subscribing to our email list. To sign up for our email list, visit our website, askyourworkwife.com. We will not spam you, but we want to make sure that if you really need customized, personalized, tailored coaching and how to get more out of corporate America, we want you to hear about it first. So sign up. Let's fucking go. (laughs) Let's make it two million, ladies. Hey. To ease us into this conversation about emojis, <laughs> let me tell you a story about a time that no one will be surprised about. I used to judge state debate tournaments. It's just like so <laughs> obvious that like this is a thing that Vanessa I did. I have like a lanyard and a badge that says judge and I'm like, hell yeah, I am. And my favorite, my favorite thing is like give, give like real detailed notes to my students. So, so I'm sitting there. These students walk in and they open their laptops because you're allowed to like use your laptop for your notes. And like when my dad was in debate and he had like note cards, just like, oh, cute. oh my God, like it. it was so, I have this picture of my dad with like this massive like dolly full of all of his cards and he would just like pull out like whole racks of them and just start noting off of them. And like, it's all the research you could ever want. I'm like, God bless the internet. So <laughs> now that exists on a laptop, so you have, you often have debaters in front of you where you're seeing the back of their laptop screens, right? So I had... <laughs> had these four debaters walk in their teams of two and they all get to their podiums and they open up their laptops and I see the two on the left no stickers the two on the right a bunch of stickers they've got stickers for that say fuck the patriarchy I'm like go off queen love you <laughs> they've got stickers for save the planet they've got stickers for like like female empowerment like all the things they've got the little like descent collar nice. for 
Um, RBG. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I know exactly who these two ladies are immediately. I know exactly who they are and their political opinions. I, I could probably tell you who they voted for in the last 12 elections, right? Like, bef- well, well they, they were in high school. So last one election, maybe, maybe if they've, <laughs> if they voted on, if that, yeah. but then, then like, because of the style of debate, everyone knows the topic. And then you flip a coin to determine who gets to pick which side of the debate they want to argue in that, in that round. These two ladies with the stickers won the coin toss. And so they got to pick which side of the argument they wanted to debate, leaving the other team to pick up the other side, right? Now, the topic of the day was something to do with T visas. And T visas are specific to sex trafficking victims. So like this is very clearly like a female empowerment, like compassion led kind of like kind of question. It's going to get at immigration. It's going to get at women's issues. It's going to get at sex workers. It's going to get at trafficking. It's going to get at victims of abuse. Like it's going to get at all these things. Right. So I was interested to see what side of the argument they would pick because I obviously because they're stickers, I knew exactly where what their personal values were. Disappointingly, they chose the easy side of the argument, which is to argue for this TV question. I think it was like to increase the number of TVs the United States is issuing that year or something. And I, and I just stood there and was like, hang on, a good debater can debate with equal veracity both sides of an argument. I want to believe it. I want to think that you believe it by the end of this, right? Because you're at the end of the day, you're trying to convince me, the judge, to take some action. That's what debate helps you practice, right? So from the onset of them choosing the easier side of the argument, because I know they believed in what they were saying already on a personal level. I instantly judged them harder. I was like, if this is what you really believe, you better have your shit all the way the fuck together. If I know one side of the debate is harder to to argue or it's the side that not a lot of people believe in, I'm willing to give some leniency because, okay, you don't have to connect all the dots, but like, man, if I have any inclination that you believe in the side you're arguing, you need to connect every single dot, every sub point. I need, I need like a paragraph 18 C subpart A, B and 12. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I, I need it all yeah. the way down. The bar is higher. Yeah. The bar is much higher. And as the debate went on, they did not have their shit together. And the other team to their credit was doing a fantastic job arguing against increasing the number of visas for sex trafficking victims. Like that's a, that's a hard argument. Yeah. Make, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It costs us no money to like as a government to do anyway. It's just a hard side of the argument to like argue for. And they were doing a great job. Their their shit was all the way together. I I, I rarely had to enact some leniency on their side, but these two with the stickers, they did not show up. They kind of phoned it in. And I was like, Ooh. So I flowed their argument on the front side of my judging page and then I got to the back and I just started writing them a letter. I was like, listen, lose the stickers. They prejudiced me before you opened your mouth. One. I, I had a higher expectation of you because your stickers sent a message before you open your mouth. And then you didn't do a good job on the debating stage. And that's probably because you didn't go through the exercise of debating the harder side of this. You chose the easy route. And for that reason, you're losing this debate. This is instant elimination at this point. You're out. You're done. You had one shot. It sucked for them. Cutthroat. Yeah, well, like when, when you're debating, like when you're debating at this level, it needs to be cutthroat. There's money to be had. There's full ride scholarships mm-hmm. to be had. Like this is, this is a business. I didn't get to talk to them afterwards, but my, my advice to anyone and everyone in this situation is not let any label sticker emoji. Okay. Speak for you before you have a chance to speak for yourself. Cause no matter what the, the iconography is, Oh God, I sound so academic. No matter what the iconography is, whenever matter what the image is, the person who's receiving that image is going to draw some conclusions and they may be accurate. They may not be accurate, but you're letting something else speak for you before you have a chance to speak for yourself. 
And in corporate America, it's often that cutthroat. You have one shot with the CEO. And if you have, if you have a sticker that says, fuck capitalism on your laptop, they're not going to give you the money to do what you need to do in your department. So when I think about answering this question about emojis being unprofessional, the answer is not necessarily. The answer is no, which emoji goes where? Because equally, if I had the company logo on my laptop and I opened that in a meeting with the CEO, he would give me everything I wanted. I'm free advertising to him every time I walk into a coffee shop. So the answer is understand what message you're sending out, who's receiving it, and whether it softens or hardens the ground in front of you in order for you to do your job. So, Rhoda, I think the question we're now asking is, if emojis can make or break your communication at work. Oh, God. Yeah. It, it is, unfortunately, that dramatic. Yeah. A hundred percent. What's on the line here? Your fucking job, your lifestyle, your ability to move, grow, progress through a vertical. Oh, my God. It's mm-hmm. like, it's it's life or death on some level. <laughs> am, I, am I overstating? Nope. Okay. Not at all. Carry on. <laughs> so, if it's that, if the stakes are that high, Rhoda, how do you know? What emojis to use or not use when? Yeah, especially when Apple's adding them all the time. I'm like, would you calm down? Like, I don't need a melting face. And then just like this one, the, yeah. the heart hands. Are we changing like, the hearts? Or like, yeah. Gen Z needs to quit changing the meanings of emojis is what I'm saying. Oof. Yeah, ladies, sit down. <laughs> yeah. Children, this is an elder millennial speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take geriatric as a badge of honor. Thank you very much. <laughs> so the answer wrote it to how do I know what to do given the intensity of the situation is a bit of a vibe check Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to use maybe a gen z term you know what (laughs) steal like an artist i guess fine i love the experience of like starting a new job because you really do kind of have to like wade in and see what's up like a hundred percent yes this was exactly my experience so i started very early days at a startup that ended up scaling by like trying to do some backwards math here we don't do math on air very well (laughs) scale by probably like 20x Oh, shit. By the time yeah. I left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe that. So like, congrats or whatever. And this is like over the course of a year or Ugh. two, right? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Exactly. So very quickly, very, very scaly. It was, it was a startup in every sense of the word. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, and that meant like by three months in, there were 200 custom emojis. And by the time I left, there were 400. Oh like, my God. It was very fun. But it and also was like fun to watch like how people use the emojis and what they ended up meaning. And like, you could track the trends of this oh emoji gosh. over that emoji, right? At some point, an anthropologist is going to come talk to you is what I'm saying. I'm excited about <laughs> it. Like, this is how I learned how to use the like, like, like. This is not video yet. No, I know. <laughs> but like the one. <laughs> the angry nostril emoji. Yeah, like the one where he's like blowing out his nose. This doesn't sound. This sounds gross. But it's like intense. But like it's red. He's angry. Yeah, like it was. It was cool and fun, and everyone was using emojis. And I'm telling you, like you know, in Slack, how it has an individual bubble for every single new emoji that's added to a comment or Uh to a post. There were bare minimum on any given post, <laughs> 10 different bubbles, right? Yeah, sure. And sure. I contributed to that. I'm like, no. I wrote social for three of these. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusively. It's fine. Like fire, praise, hands, strong arm. Like, I give emojis in groups of three. Yes. <laughs> but it was it was completely within the company culture and context totally. to do all of the emojis everywhere. And in fact, if you weren't profusely using emojis, you're probably like, okay, lame. Like it looks weird. Yeah. Uh-huh. All of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like, you don't, you don't support us? What's happening? Yeah, exactly. On the flip side... I joined another startup, very, very tiny. And I swear to God, I was the first person to upload a custom emoji. Oh, no. I was like, am I doing badly right now? (laughs) Like, what are we doing? I'm sure it was like a smiley face. No, it was like the very classy thank you. Oh, perfect. Okay. It's like, it was a very useful emoji. Sure. I actually took it from my, (laughs) from the big startup Uh to the small startup. 
transferable skills. I love it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Put it on my resume. (laughs) Can export a (laughs) custom GIF from (laughs) one Slack to another. If that doesn't show up on your LinkedIn the next week, I'm (laughs) calling you out on it, actually. Noted. Um, But whereas my first startup experience was like emoji explosions everywhere, the second was like crickets and not the cricket emoji. And honestly, that is the experience that made me seriously question whether or not Slack is actually my favorite social media platform because there were no emojis to be seen. So really your favorite social media platform is emoji. That's correct. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And and so what I had to observe in my first week was like, what is the emoji environ here? And it was, it was not. So what did I do? Tell me what I did. Probably downplayed your emoji use. I hella downplayed my emoji use. We're suddenly back to full sentences, singular punctuation, Uh no emoji. Exactly. If anything, maybe an old school emoji, like a semicolon and and parentheses. (laughs) (laughs) The takeaway for you, Rhoda, is like, that's the vibe check you got to do. You got to wait in, see what's up. And and maybe like, if, if everyone's using emojis, great, use it. If no one's using emojis, great, don't use them. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably your go-to answer. At the end of the day, you need to be able to communicate in order to get your job done. And like, if emojis are hindering that, you don't want that. If emojis are going to help that, you do want that. My favorite way to think about tailoring your emojis to the situation is actually from a brand perspective. At one point in my career, I was managing six different branded social channels for one company, like owned by one company, but we had a whole bunch of brands within that company, right? So I I needed to make sure that all the communication coming from each of these branded Instagram accounts spoke to the brand. Like it's very distinct and yeah. represented the brand accurately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a beauty brand. So like the voice was more like the chatty girlfriend voice, right? One of them was an essential oil brand. So it was a little bit more like serious and like, like let's align our chakras. You know what I mean? Like another one was, was like the corporate communications. <laughs> So it was more along the lines of like your second startup, no emojis whatsoever. In fact, I put an emoji in once and the CEO was like, we do not use emojis. And I was like, oh, shit. Noted. <laughs> right. So like it, it just came down to like, okay, what is the proper use of emoji in this brand for this brand voice so that the customer doesn't experience any kind of disconnect? The first layer was like, do we or do we not use emojis in this channel? The next one was, which emojis do we use in which channel? So on the beauty brand, it was always like three purple hearts, <laughs> always in sets of three, always effusive, always like, yeah, this is so fun, right? In the essential oils one, it was one emoji. It was like the the peaceful yoga girl emoji, or it was like a green heart because it was more like earth conscious, whatever, whatever. In corporate, no emojis, right? So I had to set up a lexicon of like, here's the 10 emojis you can use for the beauty brand. Here's the 10 emojis you can use for the essential oils brand and don't duplicate them over to this brand because then they're going to start to sound the same. And you need the customer to under, like to understand these accounts are probably run by different people, even though they're super not. <laughs> okay. So like, that's how I experienced that from a brand perspective. But I think we all do this personally. Yeah, we totally do. Like you look at your recent emojis. You're not surprised if your best friend looked at your recent emojis, they wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, they'd be like, oh my God, that totally sounds like Holland, right? Yeah. looks like, sounds like, yeah, right? Yeah. Like I'm really into the white heart right now. Yes. Yeah, you are. You I got like little... 12 of them. I was like, okay, I got it. You love this. <laughs> you have, you were into like the heart with the gift wrapped bow for a yes, minute Yes. Uh-huh. Now I'm into the, the pink heart with the sparkles. So it's, cute. It's like next door to it. I'm like, okay. I love it. Mm-hmm. Those say something mm-hmm. about a person. About they they a, reflect your personality, right? Exactly. So it's that same thing in corporate America, Rhoda, like what emojis you use say something. You need to make sure that you know what they're saying yeah. and that you want to say what they're saying. <laughs> exactly. Like the, that it does align with what you're trying to accomplish in that meeting. Just the same way, like 
the girls with the stickers in that debate round. If you don't have any stickers, then I'm only left to judge what's coming out of your mouth. Yeah. So it's a vibe check on the company culture, mm-hmm. the company emoji culture. And it's a vibe check on what you're trying to accomplish with the company. There's one other way to think about this. This is like Holland bonus content. And it's really good. <laughs> oh, thanks. You can choose whether or not to meet the company vibe. Do you meet the company vibe and you blend in? Do you choose to use all the emojis in an emojiless desert and stand out? And if you choose to stand out, is that good for you? Yeah, totally. At the same company, I was asked to come in and like basically start up their social media. This is a company that started in the 80s and was like very traditional. And like that had, I mean, it had grown to a, a very significant size based on those values. But they understood finally in the 21st century that they need to do something on social media. So I got brought in by the president to introduce basically the entire internal company and their customers to social media. So from the get-go, I knew I had to stand out and be different. I'm not going to operate, and social media does not operate like all the traditional media you've been playing in. So I went to TJ Maxx. (laughs) I found all of the unicorn shit I could ever imagine. (laughs) And bought it and put it at my desk. We're talking nested unicorn bowls. <laughs> We're talking big rainbow shaped shit. We're talking wooden signs. We're talking like stickers, mugs. temporary tattoos, yeah. mugs, like pencil holders. Like I still have one of them. It's just like this little nod to that moment in my life. Because like generally speaking, I'm a very serious grounded person. We're sitting here in my spare room, spare room studios that has like at least 500 books on the wall, a leather chair and like art. The color palette is gem tones. Yes. I've got a deep teal and navy blue. Oof, this like maroon situation over here. Yeah, Yeah, like amber. It's it's very rich, very deep, very (sighs) substantive, right? So for me to like walk in with a bunch of unicorn shit, like friends of mine were like, why are you buying all this? And I was like, this was me. What, who, where, how, when? (laughs) Like I appreciate that she's a unicorn, (laughs) but like the unicorn paraphernalia did not compute for me <laughs> right but like that was a conscious decision on my part to, to say okay the vibe of this company has been up to this point very traditional the president has asked me to do something very different it needs to come across as different it needs to visually be different and also encourage people to think outside the box encourage people marketers brand marketers vps the rest of the c-suite all the sales team everyone to start thinking differently about how they communicate with their customer. Cause I was about to open up six to 10 in the U S market alone, new channels for them to communicate with their customer. Then we rolled that out to 18 different countries, right? Like it was going to be a lot, but you have to communicate differently. You can't take the way you communicate in a print magazine or in a closed sales channel or something like that into social and expect it to, to float. It's going to sink. So I took on this like persona of like a very bubbly, very social, very like, Loved, loved all the unicorns, all the emojis, all the what, like, oh my God, I put emojis in subject lines of emails <laughs> to VPs who collectively make a million dollars. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and have been in this business for 20 years. Like I, that, that was it. That was me choosing not to meet the vibe of the company because I was asked to do something different. My job was designed to fuck it up. Rhoda, when you're making that assessment and then subsequently choosing which or what emojis to use, just know that can be to your benefit or to your detriment. So, so all that is to say, like, be very clear in what you want to accomplish at that company. Like if you're in a period in your life where you want a plateau job, great. Use whatever level emoji is getting used in the room, match the energy of the room. If you want to like stand out and be growing and know that you have the skills to back up standing out, then yeah, LFG.
a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. Either way, the eggplant emoji is not the answer. The only eggplants in the workplace should be in the fridge. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. Accurate. Okay. That's a wrap on emojis. <laughs> <laughs>